Hey everybody, welcome to the Kendall and the Two Tensies podcast. My name's Kendall Stahl and these are my two co-hosts. McKinsey and Kinsey. Well, today we get the honor of interviewing the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Founder Phil. The one and only. (laughs) Good morning to you too. (laughs) Well... Tell us. We always like to get started. Tell, um, this is going out to all of our clients um, just to learn about you. I have clients that haven't met with you and mm-hmm. vice versa. So we kind of like to go back to where it all started. Actually, I think it's kind of obvious, but what do you do here at 210? <laughs> well, they call me founder, but I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> I guess because I found her. I don't know. That's what I always said about my our beautiful Brad Kelly. I found her. Yeah, so that's what they call me. They call me the founder. So my job here is that I'm an advisor. I uh, love to do life with my clients. We call it DLT, doing life together with our clients, building financial plans, and then holding their hands and walking them into a successful retirement. That's the goal, and that's what I absolutely have a passion for doing. Couldn't do it without you. And how long well, has it you. been since you founded? 1999. Wow. I was in a different occupation altogether, and literally was miserable and went home to uh talk to kelly one night and a gentleman had asked me to go to a christian men's retreat and i decided i did not want to go to that because i was spending all my time away from kelly and the kids and and were traveling literally all over the place with my job and and um, spending hours away from home and this guy wouldn't relent and he kept on me kept on me wanted me to go to this christian men's retreat and i decided i wasn't going and kelly decided i was going <laughs> so naturally you so went i went yeah and that first night there i was challenged that um the guy said when's the last time you had something so heavy on your heart that it kept you up all night praying and i'm thinking to myself probably never literally probably never but on the way back to the hotel that night my roommate the guy who wouldn't relent, he said, what about you and I staying up all night and praying? And I thought, I'd rather have a root canal. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. We stayed up all night praying, and the next day I was completely wiped out, didn't get anything out of the conference. But the last speaker came on stage, and I remember him very clearly. His name was Joe White, and he came in, and he was dressed like a Roman soldier, and he built a cross on the stage. Keep in mind, put you, put this in your in the picture of your mind, there was 20,000 men in this arena. And this guy standing up on the stage building a cross, and he's pretending to be the Roman soldier who built the cross for Christ. And he was complaining and grumbling, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do this? Then he witnessed the crucifixion and gave his life to Christ. Well, it was right then that I knew it was almost as if it was audible. I'm not going to say I heard a voice. It wasn't like that, but it was almost as if it was audible that I was coming home to quit my job on a leap of faith because the Lord had something different for me. I came home and I walked in the door and Kelly said, welcome home. How was your weekend? I said, it was great. I'm going in tomorrow morning to quit my job. And she's like, oh, okay. Do we need to talk about this? And I said, well, here's what the Lord's told me. And I went in on Monday morning and my boss said, hey, welcome back. How was your weekend? It was great. Here's my two-week notice. He's like, what in the world? He gets up, shuts the door. I said, I don't know what to tell you, man. I just know that God has called me into something else, and I'm going to be faithful to that calling. And that was the founding moment of this business. And we didn't know it at the time. We had nowhere to go. We had nothing to do. And it was a journey. And we literally started this business with a yellow pad and a pen, a laptop computer in the back bedroom of my home. And the Lord blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed it. And today here we stand with all of you, 
and hundreds and hundreds of client families that we serve and uh did you ever picture you know? that this would be where it was today no i had no idea kens i had no idea that uh this would be the scope of things this would be the magnitude of things but i did know i had a passion to serve people i did know that i had a calling on my life and i just wanted to be faithful to that calling pretty amazing what did it look like in the beginning days? What did you do? Yeah, I didn't didn't know what I was doing. I was pretty difficult when you're sitting down with people and trying to tell them that you want them to turn over their life savings to a guy who has a yellow pad and a laptop in the back bedroom of his home, right? So it was amazing to me to watch people trust us in those early days because we were so new at this. But the Lord did bring the right people. Um we did the right things for people and now because of those two things meshing together now we do tremendous things for people so let's go back to pre pre this business yeah the girls just found out when we interviewed kelly that you're having an electrical engineer degree i do so what'd you do you went to tremont high school (laughs) i did yep tremont high school turk my blood still is maroon uh we moved many years ago to eureka but i'm still the turk at heart and my high school sweetheart, Miss Kelly Cooper, who was Miss Kelly Ropp at the time. We heard you broke up with her quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> we also heard you approached her in the library, and you didn't use a one-liner on her. I didn't, no. <laughs> well, had, Kendall has one you should have used. The yeah. breakup thing was just because I wanted... She has to appreciate things. I mean, you can't just... <laughs> You can't just get the entire package at one time. She's got to realize how good this <laughs> no, You guys I, just celebrated 31 years. We did. Week. Yeah, the woman deserves a badge of honor. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I does. think she got it, and I think it's red. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So 31 years ago, we, well, actually, we dated five, for five years. So we've been together 36 years. And I was only, she was 14. I was 16. I'm thinking, Ew. what in the world? <laughs> Those are children. <laughs> That's max age. But it is. Oh, my God. It is. Felt yeah, if one so. of your daughters brought home a junior. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not, Ken's. No way. I don't know what our parents were thinking, but they let her go on a date with me, and here we are, 36 years later. Three Amazing. wonderful kids and all of you. Glad to know that we're wonderful. You are wonderful. I love every one of you. So when you're not here, what else do you enjoy doing? A lot of things. Mostly my uh, biggest passion, my deepest passion, is my wife and children and my grandchildren, especially my grandsons. They uh, We could spend hours on them, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah, you almost can't talk about it. <laughs> He's starting to tear up in here. <laughs> Kaiser and Cash. Those are my boys. And um, we, we love to spend time as family. That's our... That's our deep, deep passion. Other than that, what we love to do is we love to travel as a family. We love to do everything as a family. But when I'm not with all of them, I'm a four-wheeling fanatic. We love to ATV. Um, We have a cabin and some property. We love to go down there and ride. But I also go to Utah every year, which I'm getting ready to go on real soon. And that's like an intense trip. That's a big deal. Like That's a big deal, yeah. Four-wheelers, tents, not even tents, cots. No tents. Oh, tents. No, those are amateurs. Come on. Sorry. Give me some credit here. I've only ever glamped. No, (laughs) I've only ever glamped. We do allow a cot. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there's a cot. How very generous it is. Is there like a uh, a, uh, book of rules? Book of, of, here's what's allowed and here's what's not allowed on this trip? Yes, there's nothing allowed on this trip. You need a really comfy hammock. You know what? There was a guy that went on that trip with us one year, slept in a hammock, and all night long, he all you hear is whoosh, 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 
He said, I felt like I was folding a parachute all night long. It was the most miserable night's sleep of my life. Like a caterpillar. It looks good in a picture. You know, it looks yeah. good if you go yeah. to Bass Pro Shop and they're, oh, it's cool. Look at that guy hanging in a hammock on the side of a mountain. He says, most miserable thing of his life. Yeah. No back support. Yeah. You don't get to sleep flat or, yeah. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, and the air's underneath you. It's cold. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. It's a big deal. We go to, yeah, we do the Utah thing. We love four wheeling. Love my grandsons. Hang out with them all the time. Pretty simple guy. Yeah. And you mentioned that you like traveling. Where's your favorite vacation spot? We love America, but we love our motorhome. America. America. We're America. (laughs) Fly the flag. No, we love to travel in our motorhome anywhere in America. We've been all over the world. Literally, I've been so blessed to be all over the world. My favorite outside of America place is Israel. Been to Israel many times. Lead a lot of trips over there. Um, very spiritual things over there. You know, very awesome things that take place there. But um, my my greatest travel desires are right here in America. We love to get in our motorhome and just see what this country has to offer. It's pretty neat. Yeah. So tell us. I think I know the answer, but the next few questions are things about local. What happens here locally? So, oh, favorite <laughs> local restaurant? Rizzy's. Period. Whoa, Hands not down. what I expected. Not what I was expecting you were expecting Busy Corner. Weren't I was. You? Yeah. yeah, Busy Corner is it's it's a have to because I live in Goodfield. So yeah. if you don't wow. eat Busy Corner living in Goodfield, they throw you out. They don't let you li- live there. <laughs> so we eat. The, no, Busy Corner's a breakfast spot. So you gotta you gotta have two breakfast spot. The thing about Busy Corner. I've been there so many times over so many years. They don't even give me a, a menu anymore. You <laughs> walk in and they out. know what you want. That's what's cool. They just have Phil and here. You just rated them second. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. no, no. Seriously, no, no. I bet they don't do that at Rizzy's. Let's, yeah. clar- <laughs> let's clarify. Let's clarify. Busy Corner is the breakfast spot. Okay. Rizzy's is the dinner spot. Okay. Because you go to Rizzy's, you eat this this. 50 pound thing of bread and cheese you're sleeping afterwards you can't go there for <laughs> that's true you got to go to bed period it's just it's too much food what's your go-to at busy corner well there's only one thing you get two, <laughs> two scrambled eggs hash brown casserole bacon burnt, burnt. wheat toast with black coffee. okay the hash browns do you like them crispy or not hash no, like, no 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 oh, not hash browns oh, okay. hash brown casserole God. okay oh, do you find it weird that kelly likes her hash browns a little soggy. I find a lot of things weird about Kelly. Yes. Because <laughs> she was telling us her order the other day, and she likes soggy hash browns. I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. There's no such thing as... So I just wanted no. to make sure yeah. you were on the right right. No, right we got to burn the hash. Everything you, Pretty much everything but the eggs need to be burned. <laughs> yeah, even the toast. And then if you're yeah. like Ken's, you put so much ketchup on them, you can't even taste their burn. Ken's has issues. I have, have ketchup, ketchup with a side of hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> you do. That's I've true seen story. You put ketchup on a taco. And yes. tacos with a side of. You're the only yeah. person I know yeah. that puts ketchup on a taco, Ken's. It's delicious. Oh my word, you're weird. Tell us about your uh, your you were you were a superstar in high school, right? Uh, Playing sports. In my own mind, I was a legend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. Confidence is key. Yeah, I was a legend in my own mind. Yeah, I played sports, a lot of sports, played football. Um, played baseball and uh baseball's my passion still my passion today as far as uh like watching my son mac play baseball he's he's actually twice the player i ever dreamed of being and so i'm living vicariously through him yes i was a decent athlete but nothing like my son is he's a tremendous athlete when it comes to baseball but i played football broke my back that's a little tidbit nobody knows dunlap high school i did not go there i went to tremont high school but i was playing on the dunlap high school field went out for a a pass as a receiver went out for a pass came up jumped up in the air and a guy was coming across the field the other way and his helmet went square into my lower back and broke it and off that field i went in an ambulance yeah 
Wow. Don't you hold the steel, stolen I bases record? I probably would right now if that was Yeah, you happen. probably would Of course. <laughs> yeah. Broken back kept you from the NFL. <laughs> that, plus, that plus no talent. <laughs> I thought you held the stolen bases record. Yeah, I think I months. still do. Do you still hold yeah. it? Yeah. In my own mind again. In your own yeah. mind, you do. We should check <laughs> on one that. point. We no, don't. To, no. We need to check on that. See if he's still. Yeah, the guy I was or a speed not. demon, buddy. I was a speed demon. Was is the key word. There. Always, yeah. always caught him sleeping, huh? Yeah, that's You're right. You're still pretty fast. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Fast to the lunch table. Yeah. Do you have any hidden talents that we don't know about? I can hang on a pole sideways. <laughs> I have seen that. It's pretty. You can impressive. still do that. I can still do it. Man, yeah, it's like a flag sticking straight out the pole. So when did you first try to do that? <laughs> the question is, how do you realize a guy has that kind of talent, right? Exactly. That's the, so my uncle could always do that in high school, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So he taught me how to do it, and I mastered hanging on a pole. <laughs> that's about the only hidden talent that I have. Is that Would you consider that your favorite favorite accomplishment? I, I do think that's because everybody watches you do it. They try to do it, and they fall flat on their face, and it makes you look like you're a superhero. Yeah. So this one's a tougher one. You could have dinner with three people that are alive. Who would they be? Three people that are alive. Or dead, dead or alive. Oh, dead or alive. I was yeah. there three people would be you guys. Yeah. Have dinner oh, with you that guys. was nice. Oh, that was sweet. You just oh, suck up. Suck yeah. up. Yeah. There's only three people in the room. That was yeah. easy. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dead or alive. Dinner with them. Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Period. Number one guy. Um, he led our country probably during the most, tum- other than right now, probably one of the most tumultuous times of our nation's history and did so with such grace and candor. Um but he was hated. Um, history has written him as a hero, but he was hated during that time. And I'd like to know how he did that, how he managed emotionally to do that. Um, probably also another historical person that's long since gone would be Teddy Roosevelt, who also led our country during, during World War II. Um, you know, the world was at war. The world was melting down. How does a man function and lead people and send other people's children into harm's way for the betterment of our society and live with himself during that time that i'd like to know how that happened and then uh probably an alive person um Yadier Molina, my <laughs> favorite baseball player in the world i'd like to know Yadi's story i'd like to talk to him and say hey how is it to be a st louis cardinal it's got to be awesome Oh yeah! Except for last night, he probably wasn't very happy when the Cubs beat him. I didn't hear you say that. Sorry, <laughs> Cubs don't beat the Cardinals. <laughs> last night, no, we allow that Came to happen back once six in a while. Runs. Oh boy! Yeah, we're going to pretend they didn't say that, kids. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. All right. You ready for the fun part of this little interview? Absolutely. Go for it, kids. This is our rapid fire round. <laughs> okay. So we're going to ask you this or that questions, and you answer them as fast as you can. All right. Go. Beat your mountain. Mountain. Night or morning. <laughs> Total morning. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Favorite color? Blue. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Book or movie? Book. Movies are ridiculous. Sweet or sour? Ooh, I got to go sour. Favorite sport? Baseball. Formal or casual? Casual. Sneakers Uh, or dress shoes? Sneakers. iPhone or any of the others? There is no others. iPhones only. (laughs) Apple junkie. I think that was it. Wow. That was, that was, that was fast, quick. wasn't it? That was fast. I do have one. Before we kind of wrap this up uh, with a serious question, mm-hmm. I was just curious. Have you seen any hummingbirds lately at your hummingbird feeder? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to you. <laughs> 23 years of hanging hummingbird feeders every year. Not one hummingbird. Phil, if you every ever, morning you check. I check them every morning. If you ever want to see one, you can come to my house. Thank you. Thank you. I did she buy a hummingbird feeder. That's ridiculous. I do have a hummingbird feeder. 
on my window. I bought a hummingbird feeder for the motorhome, and I got one in Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah, I did. That counts. That that counts. That's right. Mm -hmm. For the for the listeners out there, Phil does have a little thing with birds. I love birds. He loves birds. Yeah, we we tend to make fun of him about it. I'm the old guy with sandals and black socks pulled up your knees and shorts and (laughs) bird watcher, big hat, watching my birds. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, we got to get wrapping up here, but we always like to ask. Our last question is, what does 210 mean to you? Yeah, that's everything. That number, for those of you listening who haven't uh, watched our video of what 210 is, I would encourage you to do that. Go to our website, 210financial.com, and just click on watch the video button. There's about, a, I don't know, seven or eight minute video, something like that. But that number is everything to us. It It's not only business, it's personal, it's spiritual, it's um, it's legacy, it's the future. It's everything about my life. It's who I am, who are, where I came from. My Aunt Esther lived at 210 North 4th Street, Morton, Illinois, and that was my safe haven as a child. I had a very tumultuous child uh, childhood upbringing, and that was our safe place. And then later moving to 210 um, North Eureka Street in, in Goodfield, which is where we live today, and raising our children there and not realizing those two numbers were ever in my life until later but just raising our kids and then realizing that or actually wanting them to realize that when you come in the door in our home and you shut that door behind you i don't care what your day was like out there you're now at 210 and it is safe and family is there and their arms are wrapped around you and so if you're ever around our family and somebody leans in and whispers to the other one 210 that just means somebody had a bad day but you know what i've got your back and we're going to be there for you so that's that's why we built our firm around that number we want our clients to know that we're, we're there with them. We're wrapping our arms around them. And no matter what kind of day or life or year, or whatever they're having, we're going to be there walking with them all the way through that. So it, it means everything. It really encompasses everything about who I am and who we are as a firm. Good deal. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you, guys. There you have this it, guys. Fun. Founder Phil himself. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Phil. You bet. <laughs>